Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Lock up your daughters. Shoot your sons. Dead! Because Love Fist is coming to town. tour that has been banned throughout the world comes to Vice City. The monsters of rock and roll excess. Love Fist. Get ready for a night of death metal love ballads that'll have you shoving your fists in the air. It's the Steel Heart Stone Cold Prostate Tour. Brought to you by Giggle Cream. Because dessert should be funny. And the Maibatsu Thunder. Because after you get struck by lightning, there's thunder. Come see the pounding rock from the band that brought you hits like Chin Stainer, Liver Buster, and Dangerous Man, Dead Family. Come get Love Fisted. Love Fist at the Vice City Arena. Brought to you by V-Rock. Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to a brand new episode of Third Shift. It is episode 361. I am one of your hosts, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Eric. And with me today is a god amongst men, a heavenly father. He came down from his spaceship later to be known as some kind of light beam. Then they adopted a religion. It's the man, the myth, the legend, the inglorious bastard himself. It's Mr. Matt. He's here with me today. We're both here. We're having a great time. On this beautiful Thursday, getting the week done with, about to go on to a beautiful weekend where all new memories will be made, lots of fun will be had, but you don't know all the fun that was had last week. So before we talk about anything on the show, we got to do what we always do and go, hey, how's it been going, Matt? How was the last week? Do anything cool? See, I know what you're doing, Eric. I know what you're doing. We talked about it last week, how you're never nice to me. You're always evil. You're always mean. Now you're being super nice, and it's so I don't jump on your case later, but I'm still going to do it. No, you can't. You got to be nice to me. Be prepared and be aware that that is going to happen. But as for what happened this past week, uh, like nothing. It was just a week that just... That's that's the sound of the winds blowing across the desert because there's nothing happening. What I do on the weekend? Absolutely nothing. Just not a single thing. The only thing I did do was play some Master Detective Archives Rain Code. And oh, baby, that game is crazy. It's wild. It's nuts. I did do another whole case. But it was weird because it was kind of one of those ones where it's setting up this whole different aspect of the world. Like you're in this big city trying to figure out stuff. You know, cases are going on. This one is like, oh, look, there's the resistance to this big company that owns everything. All right, sweet. What's that going to be? Bum, 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 a bunch of stuff involving them. And I went, okay. So when I find the guy that did the bad thing, he's going to be like the first pawn, right? And then this case is going to evolve to the next thing. This is the person who ordered him to do it. And then we're going to do this. And it didn't. And it just went, you did it. Now go do a completely different thing. And I'm in the midst of that completely different thing right now. But it just feels... It felt weird. Like everything else was kind of ramping up. This one's a little bigger than the last one. This is a little bigger than the last one. The start of this case, there was some weird, almost non sequitur thing. Like, hey, here's some characters in the spot you've run by a million times. But it's creepy, and you're trying to follow them and trying to figure something out. And the characters look completely different than how anybody else in the game looks. 
This is going to be something. This is all going to tie together. And so far it hasn't. I'm sure it will by the very, very end. But I'm used to like a a step, like a step up progression. Mm -hmm. And here it was kind of like, here's a big step from the initial case to the first case, big step. First case, second case, big step. And then a little baby step or like a step down for the last one. I wanted it to get nutsier and crazier. And instead it was the exact level of nutsy and crazy. Still a fun game, having a blast with it. Can't wait to get back into it and play through the case that I'm in and find out what's going on there because I just got to the, oh, no, you found a body. It's time to investigate. And that's that's it. Is that it? Eric wrote down anime on his show notes, so I'm going to say, hey, I started watching some Crunchyroll. Good for you. Good for I am proud. God, I'm proud. Oh, you know, you ever watch that movie Freddy Got Fingered? So proud. You know what I mean? Oh, I am so proud. Well, two two things on it. One, I had to ask myself, am I still a Crunchyroll member? And I looked on it and it was like, oh, yeah, you're a subscriber. I'm like, oh, okay. I forgot completely that I've been doing that for the past however long and haven't been watching it. And two, this was spurred on by, you know me, I watch long-form YouTube stuff, just video essays upon video essays, hours and hours of stuff. And, you know, I put it on the background while I'm doing dinner or whatever. So while I was working at home, I put it on the background of that stuff too. While I'm working, I can half listen. I put on one, it was like The Fall of Bleach, you know, the anime series Bleach, which apparently was really good and then totally fell off. It was like four years after my first video about it. I went, sure. You know, this used to be on Adult Swim. I'd kind of half-heartedly watch it. It never was really my thing. Put it on. And he's talking about it. It's like, oh, this is good. This is really bad. This is good. This is really bad. And these later seasons, diddly-diddly-dee, kind of falls off and blah, blah, blah. I went, okay. And it did the thing that always happens to me. Whenever I watch a video essay on something that's not very good, or the presenter thinks is not very good, I go, man, I got to experience that thing. Oh, a big video essay on this game, and they say, it could have been so good, but it's really not. Man, I want to play that game. Video essay on Bleach and how it was really good and then completely fell apart. Man, I want to see that happen. I want to see that with my eyeballs and my face hole. Let's go on Crunchyroll. Bleach, where to, where to watch Bleach? Uh, on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to do that, but... In my watch list, bunch of cool stuff. So I started watching because I have never actually finished it. I know I've owned the whole series before, but I've never finished it. Started rewatching Martian's successor Nadesco, an old '90s space comedy action anime, and just having a blast with it. Having lots of fun, remembering the bits from obviously the first few episodes, which I've seen countless times. But I want to finish it. So instead of watching. A big giant video essay that I've seen 10 times. Maybe I'll start watching some anime and getting through that and finishing the Danganronpa 3 anime. Mm-hmm. All these other ones that are on there. The second season of Megalobox. I watched the first episode and never watched the rest of that. Yeah, I watched the rest of that. Mm-hmm. I sure did. And there's so much, man. I mean, there's so much good stuff. Did there's you so even catch, ever catch up on Fire Force? Did you watch that? I keep asking you if they had that third season yet, and you keep telling me no. Okay. So, all right. Just making sure you were up to, up to snuff, ready to go. I, you know, I don't know why I watched uh, the last season again, because I could have sworn they said it was coming with the summer season, but summer season just hit, and sometimes it's like a delayed entries with some of the stuff, but I haven't seen it, so I don't know, I'm going to have to go where I guess look it up and see if it wasn't that, and it was going to be fall or next summer or something, I don't know, but I did prematurely already watch it, thinking it was coming up, so I'm I'm ready to go, I'm rip-roaring and ready. And you mentioned Fire Force, and me seeing it on the queue, it made me go, man, I need to rewatch that. 
and all these other ones that I'm like four or five or six episodes in. I need to rewatch those episodes again and get back up into why I was liking this and eating it up. But you know me, I go through phases, especially with watching things. Yeah. If it's TV show, if it's anime, it's just, all right, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. Okay, I can't do it anymore. Go to video games instead. But I'm hoping to get back on the train because apparently I've been paying for it and not using it. So might as well to do it. But you already heard him talk about uh, anime a little bit. Hey, Eric, tell me about some anime and some other stuff that happened to you this week. I'll get back to the anime because the anime is part of a story. First off, Diablo 4, just a smidgen, folks. I This week's been an embarrassment for me. I haven't really touched it too much. I got in there maybe two hours total. I feel bad about it, but there's reasons behind it. There's reasons. So, with that being said, I also dipped into Remnant 2. Now, this is a game, Matt, uh, I think you bought You bought it, right? Or you're going to buy it or still haven't bought it or maybe, maybe going to buy it or not going to buy it. Who knows? I, I definitely want to buy it. So I didn't go deep because Matt might get it and I was going to play with Matt. But if Matt's on the edge, I might go deeper or jump in. Jared's been playing a whole bunch of it lately. Uh, so it must be something he actually enjoys because otherwise he would have dipped off pretty quick. So either way, I'm going to play more of this game. I have enjoyed it. I got through the intro, then I went to the first uh, the first area that you go to after the intro area and the event takes place and something happens. You know, I won't spoil like how it goes down, even though it's kind of the main point, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Got to the first area, did the first mission mission there, and I really I really enjoyed it. Had a good time with it. I loved the environment that I was in. I loved how things are playing out and like kind of this the goofy story behind it all. So so far, so good. Not too deep into it yet though. Uh, like I said, I was still giving Matt a chance to see if he was going to actually get it so we could play it together. So I'm not just going, all right, Matt, uh, walk over here, talk to, talk to John. All right, Matt, come over here. Hey, talk to Susan. The trick with this guy is you got to shoot the star yep. on the left yep. and then you yep. shoot the star on the yeah, right. Yeah, you're going to see. Yeah, you're going to see. You're going to see three baddies here. You're going to see one here. He's going to put a line on the wall. Uh, shoot the line. And then Matt goes, I don't want to play ever again. I'm, I hate this. <laughs> so I was giving a shot. Hopefully he makes up his mind this week so I can move forward with this. That's me talking to Matt, but through the show, it's fun. Anywho's, with that being said, now comes the part, all right? So it comes to be, was it Saturday or Sunday? It was Sunday. Sunday. Sunday comes around. Saturday night. I'm like, you know what? No, I just want to watch anime. So I watched anime. I had a good time. I'm watching shows. And I said, you know what? Sunday, I'll make sure I hop on Diablo Make sure I get a few good hours in with the the brother-in-law, sister, etc. About 1 o'clock, I come downstairs, and I'm like, man, I had some other tasks to do. And I did them. I was sawing away at some uh, cabinets, doing some stuff, fixing stuff, because I'm trying to get this basement the way I want it, so that way I don't fail a New Year's resolution. And I just happen to look up at a project that's already done for the most part, which was the wiring and everything of the surround sound. And there's one spot, and it's still there because... You know, I'll tell you why. <laughs> it just slightly dips. Slightly dips. And I went, you know, I could put up one more one more pin and just make that just 100% straight, no issues, no nothing. So I got the hammer, I grabbed one of those pins, put up the wiring, tucked it in, and I'm, I'm right up against this drop ceiling. And I'm like, and all of a sudden, boop, a fleck of that drop ceiling, something off that drop ceiling goes, boom, right in the eye. Right in the eye. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, dude, this thing hurts. Ah. So I immediately get on all fours, go down, and I'm letting the eye tear up. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm not an idiot. I know you don't have to just immediately start scratching your eyeball like a psychopath. 
let it tear up, tear up, tear up, tear up. I'm just doing the whole thing, you know, uh, the, the tears dropping out my eyes, hoping it goes out, lifting the eyelid, burr, 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 doing the whole thing. Got to still not just, it's just not coming out. What is going on? Start to panic. Now I go, Ugh! so I start like not rubbing the eye like I do when I'm just like my dry eyes, but I start like fingering the eye. Like I'm pushing around, trying to like see if I can push it, maybe push it up from under the eyelid or wherever it's stuck at and get it out. Cause I'm still, you know, I've got a lot of tears coming and everything going on. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's not lubricated. It's fine. Right. Do that for a little bit. Now it's just hurting. It's just hurting pain every time i move the eye close the eyelid all that is this thing out i mean it's got to be out right it's got to be hurt 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 so i'm stubborn i spend three hours just sitting here pain eyeball just oh oh, god i can't do anything i can't think i can't watch a show i can't relax i'm miserable i'm in agony and i'm like so the whole time i'm just like plying at the eye just slowly plying around trying to figure out any way getting water just gushing into the eyeball doing anything i can think of to fix this problem well obviously the problem had already happened somewhere along the lines probably during the probing portion i scratched the eye an abrasion as they call it and finally at 4 30 i gave up went to the hospital er all that good stuff there they go oh we'll put a numbing agent and try to figure things out Sweet. Put a numbing agent. Put the yellow stuff in. Pain instantly goes away. I'm like, oh my God, thank goodness. This is the best. Oh, my problems are solved, right? Oh, this is cool. Well, we want to make sure there's like nothing under the eyelid. Okay. So she grabs the eyelid, pulls it out, takes a Q-swap, goes under the eyeball and just under that eye, does it under the lower, pulls it out. And even with the numbing agent, burns, just burns. Oh, there's nothing there, so that's good news. You got nothing in the eyeball. It's all fine. Uh, let me see. Pulls up the big magnifying thing with the black light or blue light, whatever the hell it is. Oh, yeah, I do see an abrasion on the eye. All right, you're going to definitely uh, you're gonna wanna take this antibacterial, take some saline whenever it's you know burning the eyes. You're going to want to take some Tylenol or Motrin for the pain and uh, follow up with the doctor's appointment with the eye doctor to go ahead and make sure there's nothing permanent or nothing crazy. Okay. I said, and then I go, how long is the numbing agent going to like last for a few hours? So get me through till bedtime or so. Well, I don't mean, you know, we can't give you any more. And I'm like, that didn't answer my question. Okay. I'm not stupid. Once again, I already know what that means. <laughs> so go, it did answer your question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I leave. I go straight over to Meyer. And I go, all right, well, I got to get my prescription. Standing in line. As I'm standing in line, it's a live action event. My eye is swollen shut. Swollen shut. The pain is returning. The fire, the pain, and then the swelling. Thankfully, I see someone I work with in line in front of me. <laughs> they turn around and I go, Hey, I don't know about work tomorrow. We're gonna find <laughs> we're gonna have to find out. <laughs> and they go, Oh my god, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and so I explain the situation. Got the uh, antibacterial stuff, got everything home, took that, sure enough, pain, 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 pain. And I go, you know what? You don't have to give me a numbing agent. I got Jim Beam. So I slammed it until I was just sitting there like. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have a problem in the world. Went to bed, no issues. Sure enough, though, as I knew it happened, I woke up and I go. And I opened this eye. 
and it's like hard to open because it's just puffy and goofbally and it's got gunk everywhere and it's just disgusting. And I go, oh. And sure enough, a question they asked the other day was, are you having blurry vision? And at the time, I didn't. I was like, no, it seems fine. Well, open the eyeball and it looks like I, it felt like I had no glasses on with my glasses on. I'm like, uh, but the pain had subsided substantially. So I was like, you know what? Don't care. Can't see through the eye, but I don't have the pain except for like, I felt like a little tick. Like every time I closed or opened my eye, like a little, like, but nothing like it was the other day. Called up, canceled work. Said, fine. You know what? I'm not driving with one eye to work in the dark at 520 in the morning. I'll probably kill myself. Not going to happen. Took the day off. Oh, man. So later that day, I go to the actual eye doctor. And she goes, well, let me see, let me see. Yeah, it looks like you have an abrasion. It's already starting to heal, though. should be done by tomorrow, no problem. And then she goes, well, I want to see under your eyelids, though, just to make sure. And I go, oh, my God. I said, said, listen, I don't like people messing with my eyes. This is is like my one no-no spot. So I'm going to cooperate, but just be aware that this is not something I enjoy, nor am I very helpful with. All right, put your head, your chin in here. Put your head in the chin. And then she just grabs my eyelid and just starts to, of course, pull it out and flip it up because she's going to flip up the eyelids so she can see underneath them. And I go, oh, and I don't tug away like a kid, but I do the, like the kind of, oh, like move my head. Oh, you can't do that. I need it. I need it. Grabs it again, starts pulling. I'm like, ah, no, you can't do it. You need to hold still. You need to hold perfectly still. I'm like, Let, what did I just tell you? And then she goes, okay, put your eyes down. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not a child. I just told you that this is not a process I enjoy, okay? You could have worked with me, like, from the beginning. Instead, you were just like, nah, bro, here's your eye. Rip your f-ing eyelid right on back, no problem, you know? Either way, it got done. She pulled it up, and she goes, well, I don't know what they did yesterday to you, but they scratched underneath your eyelid a little bit. So you're going to feel like a little bit of abrasion uh, when you're opening and closing your eye. And she goes, and then the abrasion itself will be healed by tomorrow. Okay, fine. So that's it. Went home after that. Annoyed. Eyeball feeling better, though, so grateful for that. But I'm like, this sucked. What a misery. I would have rather had my wrist broken again than deal with one day of the eyeball and the fiery pain and death. Now, what kind of friend would I be, Eric, if I didn't delight in your misery, if I didn't remind you that it was right here on this very show, not even three weeks ago, on an episode we call Veggies, where you said, you said on the show, oh, man, you know, your your eyes are going to get all screwed up, man. Something's going to happen to your eyeballs. And lo and behold, something happened to your eyeballs. Mr. Eric, this is called karma. This is called justice. This is called the way that things should be. If no, anybody wishes bad no. upon me, it no. comes back double upon you. This you is see, how the world works. No, and that's where you're wrong, man. Everything because works out wish, well for Matt. You wish bad on everybody. And never. Ever I never do that. You. I only wish good things. <laughs> no, that's wrong. It's so wrong. <laughs> this guy's a devil. He's a demon, I'm telling you. He's in sheep's clothing, and you all believe it. See, I told you. I told you, <laughs> listeners, and I told you, Eric, you're tr- he was trying to butter me up earlier. Now that that didn't work, he's turned it all around again, saying I'm the worst person in the world. No, sir. Hey, you know no, what? No, sir, not me. This guy, I'll tell you what. Oh, man. 
He's got you all fooled. He's got everybody fooled. Dang it. You know, and I try to play nice, and he still just doesn't want to take it. He doesn't want to take it. <laughs> I will say that was like the first thing I thought of. I was like, did he just wish eel upon my eyes? Look at this. Look at this fool. Look at this fool. Look, now Ha-ha. his eyes jet. Good. Uh, I hope he loses his eye. <laughs> I didn't say that. I mean, I said a chet, but that's that's a separate thing. We all yeah. laughed and went, "Yeah, whoa! Maybe you'll bring it in a jar, and we can we can throw it around the room." We no, but I we talked about that too, and I said, "You know, my idol, the only person I idolize in this world, is Colonel Ty." So I was like, "You know, a part of me was like, man, I just become my idol." That's pretty cool. What want to idolize in this world who exists in a fictional world. <laughs> well, I don't idolize any real person. People are trash, Matt. They're all trash. They hide it as best they can, but Colonel Ty is fictional. I can idolize that. And you say, I'm a bad person. Listen to this. You hate everybody. Gosh, golly, Eric. No, you know better they, than the you think that I am. Up. We're both terrible people. No. <laughs> Fancy that. <laughs> I'm not. You definitely are, though. Uh, yeah. uh, all right. I don't know about all that. But anyways, the eyeball story. There you go. You got it. Another misfortunous event that has happened to me. I was going to jump in, though, and say, on, a, on an actual like serious note, I do understand how heinous that is. Because I it was a few years ago when I went up to the family cottage, like right after the pandemic ended. They're like, oh, hey, you know, here, bring your sheets, do this. Here you go. Okay. And that's like forever away. Like there's no nearby big cities, no nothing. I went, all right, cool. Brought my sheets. I did the flip the sheet out mm-hmm. like you do to put it on the bed. Flip instantly. Something is in my eye. Worst eye pain I've ever had. I went, oh God. Went in the bathroom. Water, 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 water. Did the pick up the eyelid, move the eyelid all around. Water everywhere. Put it back in. Not better. Mm-hmm. I've literally been in this cottage for like 30 seconds alone by myself. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen and I'm forever away from anything. Water, 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 water. Look in. It's I can barely open it. I got to like peel it open. It's all red everywhere. I'm like, oh my God. Luckily, whatever it was went away after like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those just... Is this about to be a nightmare? This was supposed to be a relaxing <laughs> long weekend getaway. Yeah. Like I said, luckily it cleared up. Luckily yours cleared up. I know how sucky that is. It's the worst. It's just the worst. It's the bottom. It's the pits. Mm-hmm. I, it's going to be my new wish upon people who annoy me when we're driving down the road. I hope something gets in your eye. I won't say I hope you die in a crash. I'm going to say I hope something gets in your eye. You know what? Because the pain of that and the suffering you have to go through, mm-hmm. it's worth your usual annoyance when you're on the road. You know, And that way my wife won't yell at me for wishing death upon people while we're driving. She'll go, if he gets something in his eye, he's going to swerve and crash, and he's going to kill us. Blah, 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 blah. It's just as bad. <laughs> You're just as bad. You're a bad person. Son of a gun. Dang it. But, of course, that le- leads to the anime thing, which was after that event, which was Sunday, mind you, and Saturday I thought I was going to play Sunday, so Saturday did anime. Sunday thought I was going to do gaming, but ended up doing anime because with the eye doing what it was doing, there was no way any kind of gaming was going to be had. So while I'm sitting here getting into a stupor so I can just go to sleep without knowing I'm in pain, I was like, show, 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 show. Okay, I'm good to go. Go to bed. Then Monday came around. No, not feeling it. I'm still not happy about life. Show, 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 show. Went to bed. Tuesday came around. Last, you know, whatever the other night was. And then that's when I was like, okay, I should play games. Nope. Show, 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 show. Okay. Wednesday night. This is for reals. Eric, 
we're in town. Everybody's in town. Are you ready? Oh, oh, I was. Oh, you're in town today? Okay. Well, I guess I'm not gaming. Well, then I didn't get the game. Here we are. Now it's Thursday, and I probably won't be able to game much tonight. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, Matt. Whole wild, freaking out of control thing. But I will say, there's a lot of cool summer shows on Crunchyroll that I've been checking out. So, like I said earlier, Matt, get in there, man. Lots of good stuff happening. There's shows all over the place. It's going to be a great time. And speaking of good things happening and fun times to be had all over the place, I'm going to tell you about more fun you can have with a game you probably have owned forever. If you're a loyal listener here, you're a video game fan. So you remember when Broforce first came out in 2015 or Early Access in 2014. But now, just like... Borderlands 2 before it, like years ago when we first talked about it, a giant update slash DLC, however you want to think about it, a free one, has come called Broforce Forever. This came out on the 8th of August, developed by Free Labs, published by Devolver Digital, for every system, because Broforce is on every system in the world. And what does Broforce Forever do? You got some new bros, you got an expanded campaign with some new unlocks, four challenge levels, and bug fixes. There you go. So that's all I'm going to say. No, that's not all I'm going to say, because if you just say it's more Broforce, people go, what's Broforce? Broforce is a run-and-gun platform, an over-the-top homage, love letter to 80s and 90s action movies and action cheese, where America was right and all the terrorists and the Russians were wrong, and you play in this game as a rotating cast of all the parodies of all your favorite action heroes from back then. You got Jean-Claude Van Damme ones, you got Rambro, you got Command Bro, as EPMD says in Get Off the Bandwagon, Rambro and Command Bro. When I find a sucker, time to play Rambro. Rambro. Command Bro. Command Bro. You know. You got Walker, Texas Ranger ones, you got Blade, you got all these crazy characters jumping around through levels, blowing people away, with giant explosions everywhere. You're fighting terrorists, you're fighting aliens, you're fighting demons. In the Broforce Forever reveal trailer it's a beautifully animated trailer satan comes up he throws a bunch of fire down and all the bros flex and the sunshine shining and gleaming off their glistening muscles sets satan on fire and he dies that's the kind of game this is oh i was thinking they were part of satan's agenda and i was like this is my game dude you sold me you almost sold me i'm on board here we go now you blow satan away satan wears little at the ends of some of the levels there's a little satan in a suit and you blow away and you get to the chopper and america rules and it plays some rocking ass guitar music like rocking music that's for sure it's freaking fantastic it's over the top if you like team america world police that's what this is it's this as a game big old chunky fat pixel graphics awesome music over the top explosions and red barrels and all the good stuff and you get more of it for free seven to eight years later down the road here with Broforce Forever. Check it out. It's free. I guarantee most of you own Broforce some kind of way on some kind of system. It's been on everything. It's been on sale for everything. I do wish this podcast dropped earlier in the week than Thursdays or Fridays because Broforce was on sale for 80% off to celebrate this coming out. So it was literally $3, but at max price, it's literally only $15, and it'll be on sale the next time there's a console sale. I guarantee it. So play some Broforce. Play some Broforce forever. Have a great time and be over the top and wild in America. F*** yeah. And if you're going to be doing that, guess what? Atlas Fallen just hit by Deck 13. It is out right now, as of August 10th, for the PlayStation 5, the newest Xbox, and, of course, PC. 
Now, this is one that we got excited for. We got interested in. We were, we were like, me and Matt were like, oh, man, it looks pretty good. I don't know, man. Back and forth, back and forth. Didn't really hear much from it, at least on my end. I don't know if Matt really paid much attention afterward. But then it hit. And it was just out. And it's crazy because it's kind of popping off. It's getting pretty good reviews all over the place. It's a third-person action role-playing game. Think like Darksiders. All right? Think that. But, of course, newest gen you know, graphics look really solid, look really neat. You are a nameless one, all right? There's a cast system here, and only the best, the richest, the most famous folks are going to have names. You, of course, are basically an indentured servant, slave, whatever you want to call it. You don't get a name. You're the nameless. You create a character. You get banished even from your own folks. You get cast out into the desert, because guess what, folks? This entire world is all deserty and sandy, etc., Upon which time you find a gauntlet that's calling to you. This gauntlet ends up being a god. The god's like, hey, take this, use it. Go ahead and let's do some stuff together. Okay, you do. Boom. All of a sudden you have the power to command the sands. Now you're this bad man pajama who can glide across the sands. You can do these crazy aerial jumps. You can command three different weapons, but only you have two equipped at a time to combat with. Against monsters, creatures, bad mamma jams, demons, all sorts of baddies out in the world. And what's really neat and kind of intimidating, really, is I was like, okay, so it's just a, you know, quick, fast combat system, kind of souls-like a little bit. But no, not only is it kind of souls-like in that you're going to have to learn to parry. But I, I, I get tired of saying that because I'm feeling like almost all the games these days are like, parrying's what you're going to do. You got to learn to parry. So... Anybody who's stuck in old school, just get on board. Pairing is the way of the future. It's the way all these games are moving to. But with that being said, yes, you're going to fight a lot of baddies. You're going to need to learn to parry because you're going to need to keep your combos moving. Because in this game, the more you attack and keep things streamlined and not getting you know thrown back, kicked back, knocked back, whatever the case may be, by the enemy's attack, you'll gain what's called momentum. And when you get this momentum going, it goes up and up and up and up, and all of a sudden special attacks become available to you. So now you can start popping off special attacks, leading up into ultimate attacks, and if you don't learn to do that, you're never going to beat the game. And of course, to get those special attacks, to get those ultimate attacks, to get what's necessary, it's got what you, of course, would assume is going to be there. A big old skill tree that allows you to just put you know different uh, points into different things and do all sorts of different stuff and customize your character into the different weaponry and the different skills that you like to use while combating enemies. So there's all that. There's customization in the character. There's customization in the skills you use, customization in the weapons you use. And the combat itself is very mobile. You're going to go around, you get all sorts of really cool jump attacks, gliding attacks, as I was telling you about, just standard melee stuff. You're going to be zipping around this screen and, of course, paying attention to what the uh, the enemy's movements are so you know when to parry, when to block, when to get out of the way, all that good stuff. And, of course, there's bosses that have all sorts of unique ways in which to fight them. And, of course, about four, I think it is, four different environments in which to traverse and, and find secrets. And this is where I think Matt might actually get pretty interested. It's got a lot of cool side quests and secrets in the levels itself to find that will oh, upgrade the weapons and upgrade the skills, etc., etc. that you can find that they don't advertise, that you just got to explore the world to find. And that's something I don't think you see so much anymore that's in this game, is that you can actually just go look in every nook and cranny 
and you will find hidden pathways to treasures, things like that along the way, plus side quests that you might not have found otherwise that you can complete for rewards that will help you progress through the game. I think it's like about a 12-hour game all in all, so it's not a super long game. So if you're looking for something a little bit shorter, a little bit sweeter, kind of harkens back to the old school days, but brings in the new Souls-like combat that every game has nowadays, maybe this is something for you. It's also multiplayer, so if you want to play with a buddy, I think it's just two players only, though. So you and one friend can get in here and have a great time with it. Story, as far as I've heard, nothing to speak of, nothing fantastic or you know, oh my god, it was just oh, it's to die for. But who cares? This isn't why you play this type of game, in my opinion. You're in here for the bosses and the unique fights and having a beer with your buddy and going to town in these cool environments being a badass. That's what it's all about. And from what I can tell from the few reviews I looked at, read, and watched, that's what this is. It's interesting. I would love to say I'm going to get it or play it and check it out. There's so damn much right now. I just don't think it's going to happen. And that really saddens me because it does look like a lot of fun. And you say there's so damn much out right now, but I'm going to give you some good news. What's that? Because, hey, listeners, you don't have to be panicked about these games coming down the pipe too fast because Devolver Digital had their, what was it called? Like Devolver Delayed Direct, Mm -hmm. in which they announced that a whole bunch of games, some of which I am very, very interested in, have been delayed to 2024. Those games including Stick to the Stick Man, the Stick Man type brawler, Anger Foot, the running around kicking stuff with your angry foot game. <laughs> Kate's Story, which I'm not familiar with. Plucky Squire, which we've talked about, where you go from 2D to 3D from a storybook out into the real world. And Pepper Grinder, where you are grinding and peppering all around in beautiful 2D Metroidvania looking type of stuff. And I got to say, as much as this did sadden me, because Pepper Grinder, uh, I'm 100% going to get. Plucky Squire, I am 97% going to get. And Angerfoot is creeping up, man. That's looking awesome. I know. I, it's looking really fun. Yeah. So as sad as that makes me, again, I have to say, I love Devolver so much. I'm so glad we live in a world where Devolver Digital can parody a Nintendo Direct and do it 100% perfect for this three-minute thing about delaying their games. They didn't even have to do this. They didn't have to put anything together. They just had to put out a tweet, these games moved to 2024, and just put a list of them. Black background image, here's the list, and then, sorry gamers, we're committed to making sure you have the best experience possible. No, but they did this awesome little three-minute Nintendo Direct parody, and I loved it. It was great. It made me smile, even though on the inside I was frowning a little. See, it made me smile double. I smiled because it was fun and it was Devolver being Devolver, but I smiled because all these games I don't got to I don't got to worry about. I don't care no more. They're gone. They're in 2024, which is an unfathomable time period that I can't possibly think about right now. <laughs> and I went, "Thank you, Plucky Square. I ain't got to think about not playing you and passing you up for whatever was going to come out in your place and being very sad about it." Same with Angerfoot and Pepper Grinder, but man. So I was just so happy. I was so happy. Thank you, Devolver. You always do a good job. You always you always do a good job. Do a good job. Thank you, Devolver. You sound like <laughs> one of those Broforce bros. You yeah, do good. Exactly. Do good, you Devolver. Do good. You do good. Boom. Good for Boom. you. So anyways, yes, it is sad for folks who are really looking forward to playing it this year. But for me, it was just great news because it's just less on the table because there's so much already coming out. But let me tell you this, folks. I'm going to put you back in the barrel. You're going to be sad again. 
Because Humble Bundle right now has a deal with Capcom. $35 gets you freaking Resident Evil Village, 25% off Resident Evil Village Winner's Expansion, Coupon, Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Resident Evil 6, Resident Evil Gold Edition, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 0, Resident Evil Revelations 2 Deluxe Edition, Resident Evil, and Resident Evil Revelations. For 35 bucks, you get 12 freaking things. 11 of them being games, one being a coupon to an addition to a village. That's an insane deal. I mean, that's an absolutely insane deal for $35. So I'll put you right back in that barrel. Mm-hmm. Look at all these games you could have right now at your fingertips for 35 measly dollars that you could have right there ready to play at your heart's content. And a couple things. It makes me sad because I do want to get this because I've missed out on all the Resident Evil remakes up to this point, like literally all of them. And I've heard they're all fantastic and great and awesome. One thing to mention here, and I think it's a cool thing to mention the Resident Evil 4 that you get in here is the old Resident Evil 4, mm-hmm. the original Resident Evil 4. Yes, 2005 edition. But that's awesome because you can still play that, redeemable on Steam. So you could, if you wanted, go and play the original and not have to pay $70 for the remake or whatever, which almost never happens anymore. Whenever a game's getting remade, the developer or publisher or rights holder usually just takes that old one away. Oh, Final Fantasy IX remake? Is that like two months from getting, you know, actually dropped and revealed? Well, guess what's going off of every single digital store service? So I just thought that was cool. I saw it and I went, it's a shame that's not in it. But then I went, wait, dummy, this is what game preservation and availability is all about. So it made me happy. Yeah, I, I think it's really awesome. I have played a chunk of these myself, mm-hmm. so for me, I'm like, eh, well, I don't know if it's a deal for me, but for folks out there who have not, like you, that have missed quite a few of these titles, that's nuts. It's a nuts deal, and you'd be a fool not to just pick it up, and even if you're not going to play them all right away, at least have it in the, the library for maybe October when you're feeling spooky and want to do some fun stuff. And I mean, regardless, it's 35 bucks for all of these. Most of these aren't even available for 35 bucks a regular right now mm-hmm. so it's an insane deal i saw you mentioned it in the show notes and I'm like, what's that about oh my god that's great and hey i will double down on that and say if you don't have the big time money to get into the newest and hottest biggest rpg that we're going to talk about right after this segment i guarantee it or you've already done it and you want to say I am GameSpot, and I want to talk about the old games. You can also go on Humble Bundle and get the Baldur's Gate and Beyond bundle, which has Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 and Neverwinter Nights and Pathfinder and Siege of Dragon Spear and a bunch of other Baldur's Gate 1 DLCs and expansions and Icewind Dale and Planescape Torment. If you want to just point and click and computer game RPG your head off, you can do that here too. While you're already doing it or before you're doing it or after you're doing it with Baldur's Gate 3. So another big smorgasbord of awesome games. Indeed. So we're talking about Boulder's Gate, Matt. You know, me and you talked off-air, I think, about this mostly. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I want to play the new Armored Core. I really want to get into that one. So I might have to skip Boulder's Gate. And you were like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm going to really want to play that Boulder's Gate, but I understand what you're saying. I get it. You know, but maybe if you just play Armored Core, Eric, and beat it within 25 days or so, you'll be able to play Baldur's Gate 2. And I'm like, ha, 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 yeah, no, I, I can't buy a million games. It's not going to happen. Then I've been watching stream after stream after stream, choice after choice after choice. Games coming out 10 10s, 10 10s, 97 out of 10s, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I can't 
skip this, can I? I can't let this one go. I can't. So now what do I do? And I, I'm I'm sad now. This is where I get sad. Instead of being glad, I'm sad because I want to play Armored Core still. But now I got Bullers Gate coming to PS5 soon. And I'm like, well, I can't let it go. I got to play that game. It's like one of the big ones. It's going to be there for everybody's talk. Got to do it. So I don't know, man. What do I do? I don't know. Guide, guide me on the path of the game. What do I do? What do, how do I play a game? Well, I guarantee you have to get Baldur's Gate because, you know, I'd heard the good reviews. I watched a couple big long ones. It looked great and it sounded fantastic. Anyway, okay, this is this is great. But then it was like three or four days later, people posted up a shot from Open Critic and Metacritic. And on one of them, it was at 100%. And the other, it was at 97%. And then I was on Twitter that same day. And people were saying, man, I thought nothing could top Tears of the Kingdom. But this might do it. And I went, man, if you have a big-ass RPG and people are talking about it to actually taking legit, like not just, oh, man, I think it was the best game, but it has no shot of actually winning Game of the Year. People are legit talking about this winning Game of the Year and not just RPG heads, not just, you know, any schlub off the street. And people who loved Tears of the Kingdom, which you and I aren't super high on, you know, mm-hmm. any of that. But those people who did love it are saying... This experience trumps the experience they had with that. You have to get this. You have to play it, Eric. You can pre-order it for PS5 like I did, so you still have either just under or right about a month to do it. But, man, you got... Hey, what kind of RPG player would you be if you didn't if play you didn't Baldur's play Gate the best 3? one ever, right? And it could be actually everybody's game of the year. Come on, man. You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. I got to get on board. You're right. And then the only last question that comes to this is... <laughs> Do I play? Because here's, I told you my biggest gripe was that these type of games end up not being my game because they turn into something I didn't want. Because, of course, dice rolls are important, all that other good stuff. But then watching these individuals play, some of them scrub, but some of them just legitimate go with whatever happens. And I don't, I find that part, it's actually sounding really cool right now to me for some reason. Just try my best. But if I end up doing something wacky, like cutting someone's head off or killing it in something, or hey, it's the way, it's the way it went. I got to roll with the story. So I'm like, but on the other end, then I, I know how I get. I get grumpy if everything goes south on me. Then I'll be mad that it's not my story no more. I, I didn't want any of this to happen. But then this is where we have the conversation we always have in these type of games, Eric. And I go, man, did you get to the Golden Castle? Because I got a Golden Castle with a big fluffy bed that That's is the size of a lake. And there's there's <laughs> women all over the bed. And you go, oh, my, my house is a trash can. And I, yeah, I live in a cave. I live with a rat that poisons me every time I go to sleep. And he <laughs> exactly. gnawed my leg off, so now I have a permanent movement reduction. And I go, man, oh, man, what a great game this is that we can have such disparate experiences. This yeah, is what we like need that. to do. We got to no, do it. Like Come on. That doesn't sound fun. Well, you know, if you just rolled your dice a little better, you could have the life that I have. And maybe this is the time when I'm going to be the scrub lord, king of the rats, with my rat powers, and you will be the shiny golden man. Golden knight armor. That'll be your powers, just throwing gold at problems, and they go away. Just being a god amongst men. Maybe. I think it's it's a must. It really is a must. I don't think there's any avoiding it. I did hear, though, the only negative was that it's much better on keyboard and mouse than it is with the uh, controllers. But, oh, well, I have to deal with it. And I despair at that, too. We talked about it offline, but I think I've said it on the show. My current setup 
doesn't allow me to PC game. And this is, I'm not a PC gamer, but this is the kind of game you, you PC game. But I will have to get it on PlayStation because that's the one setup that I click the controller and it says go. And it works every time and I don't have to fuss with it. But man, yeah, this would be a good one for just clicking and clacking. I have a PC that can run it, so I could do PC. I mean, I do too. It's just my whole wiring and all the... Yeah, for you, it's the wiring and other issues. For me, it's nothing. I could literally just buy it and play it on PC. Everything's functioning just fine, but... You could be playing it right now, Eric. But the trophies, you know, and just just being on PlayStation, you know? I don't know. It's kind of like my home. It's like the PlayStation. But I'll end up getting more trophies than you, so the well, next time we talk me. about it, you'll be sad like you always are oh, sad, my. Eric. Come on. I'm not always sad about that. I got one. I got that. I got that Final Fantasy 16 collectibles wall trophy, dude. You're still missing that. You're right, but I. It's a different world. I, I've accepted it. You know, like you have more time to do it. You know, I just I, I can't compete with you on that. It's not going to happen. I need you to go bust out some illegitimate children or something to tie you up for some years, and maybe I'll catch up. But if they're illegitimate, I wouldn't be taking care of them. So I would have all the You'll free You'll pay time. child support, and you'll have to get a double job. It's fine. But here's the one thing I do. I <laughs> also want to say is uh, I really feel that itch for Armored Core, too. Because mm-hmm. I haven't been thinking about it because listeners know, and if you're in the Discord, you saw me post the correction. I thought it was coming out in November. I didn't realize it was coming out here in August. Mm-hmm. And every time I think about a mech game, something in my heart goes, yeah, it's time to be a mech. It's time to fly around the city and use a laser sword or not do that and just snipe with missiles and long-range stuff from afar. I'm going Scud missiles. Oh, yeah. Blanking in the area, going nuts, going ham, smoke screens. So you got to do both, Eric. Buy Baldur's Gate 3 as soon as we're done here. And then also buy Armored Core. And we can have just a disastrous time. That's what we'll do. Yeah, and then guess what else is in two weeks? Sea of Stars. So... So also play Sea of Stars while you're playing Armored Core, then prep for the release of Bowler's Gate 3 because you'll have both of those games for sure beaten before the three-week period before it comes out. Or if you got Bowler's Gate 3 now, you could bust, 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 bust through it because you could totally beat that real quick and yeah, then no have problem. the time for Sea of Stars. Absolutely. Yeah. It's too much. There's too much going on. It's too many good games. This is good. I love it, though. I do I do indeed love it. I love having all these options and all this stuff available for us. But the last thing we're going to talk about is another thing that's coming down the pipe. I had no idea this was coming out this soon because I've been seeing ads for it. You know, we see, we've seen trailers for it. I see Twitter ads for this every single day, and not a single one of them ever says when it's coming out. It says, pre-sign up for free put your name in and maybe we'll let you know when it's going to come out well i put my damn name in and they didn't let me know when it was coming out eric let me know when it's coming out he says final fantasy 7 ever crisis coming to ios and android on september 7th this is the phone game this is the retelling of the whole final fantasy 7 story and i'm torn because i mean i'm not torn i'm just excited because i'm not a phone gamer i'm not a big phone gamer but this is the kind of thing that could get me into the phone and the gaming because it's just easy breezy. I mean, I couldn't do it at work, obviously. You could, but I couldn't. But just going through that story, tip-tapping away and tip-tapping a roo. The only thing is I haven't heard any trustworthy previews or trustworthy reviews on this. Yeah. Because I've been on Reddit, topic says Evercrisis, and I click on it. And it's some guy, when I can't play it, who goes, oh, the gotcha stuff. It's just all over the place. Okay, can you, any details? Lol, this game's trash. Okay. 
next topic I see it. Oh, there's no exploration. Lawless Games trash. You want to elaborate on that? Nope. Okay, did you even play it? Because I didn't play it. And you didn't post screenshots or screen grabs. So anyway, I'm excited, but I'm not a phone man. But I want this, and I want it to be good. Yes. This is the one that has a chance. I don't like using my phone. I like messing with my phone, but I love FF7. And then this one, they're talking about incorporating all of FF7, all the sub-stories, all the side stories. It's going to be one cohesive adventure of FF7. And, of course, they did. They well, they claim that they did a lot of work upgrade, upgrading the graphics and making things just look really fresh and clean from all the stuff you loved from, of course, that wonderful game back in the day. And that just sounds amazing to me. Yes, they said there is going to be gotcha stuff in there for you to get. There's going to be things to buy to upgrade this and do this and do that. There'll be natural rewards while you're playing. There's going to be a lot of stuff to be a phone game, which is trying to keep you in there, trying to keep you playing, keep you interested, keep you vested. But like Matt said, I haven't seen anything that just comes out and says, you can enjoy this experience without buying all sorts of stupid crap. Or B, no, you're going to get nowhere. It's a freaking nightmare unless you go buy this, buy the gotcha items and do the thing. If that comes out, it's a no-go, easy, breezy, throw it in the trash, I'll never get it. But if someone comes out and says, hey, this is kind of like Diablo Immortal, you can have just an experience in Diablo and have a great time if that's what you want on your phone and no problem or you can also buy lots of cool stuff and upgrade yourself and do this and that it's optional you can do and have a good time either way if that happens this might be the one that i actually get and play because i just love final fantasy 7 and it'd be great to just at work like you said uh look i got about 17 minutes doing nothing click tap 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 i got something okay back to business no huss, no fuss. It's not taking away from my game time at home. Nothing like that. This would be the one that has a shot to get Howard to win. And I was going to say, but we can't let Howard win. But we could let him win if his game is really fun. Mm-hmm. So I will be keeping my eyes open, and I will be looking for some actual previews because I haven't looked for anything. So maybe there are previews out there from like actual reputable sites. Like I, you have to imagine that like Eurogamer or The Escapist have done some kind of preview on this. Somebody on that staff has got to have been in there, and I just haven't seen it. So I'll be looking for it, and especially since it's only less than a month away, apparently, I'll be looking for some reviews. I'll be looking for some words because I hope it's good. I hope it's good as well because more games to play is always more fun, and we just talked about all sorts of games we will or will not be playing this year been a good time it's been a light week folks but you know what all the same lots of stuff happening all the damn time i'm excited i've got a million games to play as it is right now and a million more to come up man what a time to be a gamer matt what a time to be a gamer it is a good bad time to be a gamer because i have said it before all the games are going to start just piling in immortals of avam it got delayed but now that delayed date is also coming up it's also coming upon us so i got that Coming on the plate. And this and that and the other thing. So what about you out there in podcast listener land? What are you playing right now that you're not going to have time to finish because the other stuff's going to come out? What is it you're waiting for to come out? Let us know that. And also, if you want to send us any kind of questions, comments, concerns, any kind of feedback at all, email thirdshiftme at gmail.com, Twitter at thirdshiftme, Facebook. Find us there under Third Shift. There's no like 
easy way to do that one. It's Facebook and it's Third Shift. Discord. Discord.gg slash X275Y. I don't even know what it is. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Third Shift Me. That's an easy one. Twitch.tv slash Third Shift Me. Check us out. All the places. Do the things. You said that easy one. Old Patreon, folks. Go on over there. Little tip jar. Boom. $1, $2, $3. All the different dollars. And while you're throwing us dollars, I also want to know, what games are you going to be skipping this year that you really wanted to play but can't because time? Which ones are you going to skip? Which ones do we... You know, we whine to you all the time about what ones we're going to skip and not play. I want you to whine to me. I want to hear your woes so we have a reciprocal relationship. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a good one. I like the way you phrased it. Not just what games are you going to skip. What games are you going to skip that you really did want to play? Because there's too much going on right now. Because I could be like, oh, well, I'm just going to skip. Yeah, that means nothing. I'm going to skip Call of Duty this year. Well, I was never going to get that anyway. Mm -hmm. But if you had to skip something you're really itching for because you don't have the scratch or you don't have the time, let us know that because that's cool. Exactly. And then while you're doing that, of course, finish the whole thing on Patreon. Throw us those few bucks. You'll get some uh, bonus episodes, all sorts of good stuff. And we love you over on Discord, so get on into Discord. Get on over to Twitch. Throw us the Prime sub. All those things help keep the lights on and everything running here at Third Shift. But if you can't do any of that, a mailbag question or a five-star review on Spotify and or Twitch would be extremely helpful. So consider all those things to help your homeboys out. And, of course, you can listen to the very next episode, which will be dropping on or around the 16th of August on iTunes and Stitcher on Poppy and on Spotify and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Indeed, we do appreciate it. We appreciate it so much. Just like we appreciate those five-star reviews. And I know Matt's going to have one right here for me. He's going to pull one up and he's going to say, Oh, Eric, oh, wow, we got one here. And I will be able to be happy and not have to abuse my rights. What rights do you say that is? Well, the rights I gained many years ago with my one and only Lord Lucifer. Well, here we go. We got a five-star review from Mr. Johnny Eyeball Jones, who says, I appreciate Matt so much, and I don't like that Eric sentenced his eyeballs to doom and gloom, so have I got a surprise for him. Oh, sorry, dude. If I had seen that, I would have given you a heads up, but I appreciate the five-star review, just though. Came, guy. Just came up. Five-star review. Man, wow. Gosh. Well, I guess my lord will have to wait. Thank you, everybody. We're going to eat good off that five-star review that's completely real <laughs> because he would never lie to me. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you all out there. And whoever, Mr. Eyeball Man, who gave that review, whew, you made me feel good. You made me feel better. I thank you. And with that, there's nothing else to say, but... Sit down.